Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Ethicast. I'm your host, Bill Coffin, and today our guest will talk about why it's okay to bring your weirdness to work. Danielle Boris is an expert in talent management, inclusivity at work, and people-first leadership. She's the host of the Unboxing Humans podcast, which features conversations with inspirational people about breaking stereotypes and finding success by staying true to themselves. She is founder and CEO of the talent management platform Sandbox Together, and she works directly with organizations and teaches entrepreneurship at Cornell University's tech campus. Prior to all of that, Danielle worked in market and brand research at BuzzFeed and on the innovation and experience technology team at Tiffany & Company. Danielle recently published her best-selling book, The Energy of Weirdos, Unlocking the Science Behind People-First Leadership, which shows leaders how to tap into their team members' individuality to unlock enthusiasm, creativity, and innovation. Danielle, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here. Your book has one of the catchiest titles I've seen in a while. I've been called a weirdo myself more than a few times over the course of my career, so I certainly appreciate where you're coming from. A lot of companies struggle with giving employees the space to bring the full dimension of themselves uh, to work. What is the first best thing companies can do to get out of their own way when it comes to making people feel like they're welcome, bringing their uniqueness to bear in a professional environment? Yeah, it's a really important topic and something that I've always grown up in my career hearing. It was, you know, since I was 22 and had my first full-time role, I heard, bring your full self to work. Like, that's what we do here. Bring your full self to work. And I wasn't really sure what that meant. I said, like, what am I supposed to bring if not my full self? And the answer is my professional self. But I think companies have to remember that that takes time. Um, building that level of trust with your colleagues and um, takes time. It takes a lot of slow buildup, right? And when we force it, it can sometimes be very jarring for an employee. So it is imperative that companies, you know, do team building activities to get to know each other. But mm -hmm. those activities should be focused. And there's a lot of great organizations and uh, great consultants who work with this, right? On how we can build trust so that we can develop those relationships. Because at the end of the day, relationships take time um, and bringing our full selves to work also takes time and it starts by little things. How was your weekend? And an authentic answer, right? Not, oh, it was fine. Well, what did you do? Where did you go? How was that? Uh, real curiosity uh, and a human to human relationship. Now your book mentions intrinsic motivation. So can you describe what that is? And more importantly, how leaders can use that to really fire up their employees and improve overall employee engagement? Yeah, intrinsic motivation is motivating from within. And the best way to think about it is in comparison to extrinsic motivation, which is motivating with an external factor. So think of the traditional like carrot and stick model of motivating. The best way I like to describe it, especially when I'm on a podcast, is that you are all listening because you want to. Uh, no one is paying you to listen to this podcast. Bill, you're not offering anyone some free pizza or something that I don't know about. Um, so you listeners are here because something was interesting about this episode. You enjoy listening to Ethicass and Bill, and that was inside of you. It was intrinsic. You're here from an intrinsic motivation. If someone were paying you or Bill was offering that free pizza, uh, that would be extrinsic. 
And companies are really focused on those extrinsic factors. There's this mindset in work that no one will work unless we incentivize them with heavy vacation days, with bonuses, with free cold brew on tap at the office, um, you know, ping pong tables, whatever it is. It's all focused on motivating from outside the self. And anyone who's done something because they enjoy it, whether that is work-related or not, knows that they approach that task with more authenticity, with more creativity, with more interest. Um, and honestly, they work harder at it because they're doing it for the love of it. So when companies can bring in intrinsic, excuse me, to work, they can actually get better work out of their team members and the team members enjoy the work more. So it's that shift that has to happen by focusing on what really interests people, what really fuels them and giving work that aligns with that side of an employee. Engaging Gen Z can be a challenge, especially for millennial and Gen X managers. Uh, earlier this year, Ethosphere published its 2023 culture report. And in that, uh, one of the data points we kind of surfaced was that uh, Gen Z employees had just remarkably higher levels of workplace bullying reports over the last couple of years uh, than other age cohorts by, by about, gosh, almost 30 or 40%. It was really, it was really shocking. Um, so I guess my question for you is, what are some tips you have for engaging our youngest generation of talent for whom psychological safety and inclusivity matter so, so much? Yeah, this really comes back to that subtitle of my book, right? Which is People First Leadership. It is so easy when we're in the throes of work and we have all of this pressure from leadership um, to meet our deliverables, to meet our timelines, and we want to do a great job to forget that we're working with people, not with machines. Uh, mm -hmm. And I have a whole chapter in my book that talks about how we're humans, not machines. Remembering that your team members, especially your employees, are people first and putting yourself in their shoes. What's going on with you? Um, I love this example from my own leadership where I had a team member who kept sort of not missing her deliverables, but it was really like right on the mark every time. And then there were some mistakes and uh, I would say, you know, old school mindset, I would have gone into this conversation with her and said, you need to do better. You know, you're, you're need to work harder. Why are you not working hard enough? You know, these need to be in earlier. These need to be stronger. But instead I went into the conversation and I said, tell me what's going on. Is there something I can be doing differently? that mm -hmm. will help you because I've noticed that your work recently hasn't been what I know that it can be. And she said to me, Oh, I'm so glad you said something because you're, you've been sending me, you know, this report that I need on this day. And then it's not enough time for me to turn it around, but I didn't want to tell you when to do work because I'm the employee and you're the leader. Right. And it was something so easy. It was so easy for me to send that sooner. I just didn't yeah. know she needed it. So we ended up in a really great place and her work soared. It was just incredible what her output <laughs> was after that conversation, because That's I went cool. into it, not with judgment, not with being accusatory, but instead saying, this is a person and maybe I have some responsibility here too. Let's just have a conversation and see what comes of it. So that people first is just incredibly important. The last and most important question is, 
Where can people get a copy of The Energy of Weirdos? And what is the best way for them to listen to your podcast, Unboxing Humans? Yeah, definitely check out my website, daniellebores.com. Uh, I sell signed copies through my website of The Energy of Weirdos. And I also link to Unboxing Humans. But you can find Unboxing Humans anywhere you listen to your podcasts. And you can also find The Energy of Weirdos on Amazon. Outstanding. Well, Danielle, thank you so much for joining us. Everybody, check out The Energy of Weirdos. It's a terrific book. And uh, Danielle, it's been wonderful to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. I'm Bill Coffin, and this has been The Ethicast. For more episodes of this show, please visit the Ethisphere YouTube channel at youtube.com slash ethisphere. And if you enjoyed this show, please make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube or on our podcasting platforms at Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon Music. To learn more about Ethisphere's many exciting products and programs, including the world's most ethical companies, the Business Ethics Leadership Alliance, and our data benchmarking platform, The Sphere, please sign up for our biweekly newsletter, Ethisphere Insights, at ethisphere.com slash newsletter. Thanks for joining us. And until next time, remember, strong ethics is good business.